Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-dow! And oh. we're back! We're back. We're back. We'll be back. We're back with episode number 112 of American Brews and Tunes. 112. Dang, son. Yeah, we've been at it for uh, just a little while now. For a while now, for a couple of couple of years. Yeah, it has been a couple of years. Um, for those of you who listened to our last episode, and I actually, I don't even remember if we said what this episode was going to be, so... Why don't I can't remember if we did either, but <laughs> let's just do a recap. Why not? Here's a recap. Let's do a slight recap. <laughs> so this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, some albums that we got when we were kids. Well, at least I'm going to. I'm going to talk about the... Yeah, this episode will be will be Steve's, well, like first three or just first few albums that you can remember like getting... Or CDs, I guess. Or maybe it did, you didn't get cassettes, did you? I had cassettes for a while, um, but then CDs came around. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I only got CDs when I was when I was but a youngin. But a youngin. But anyway, and then the next episode will be me talking about my al- the albums that I got when I was a child. Yeah, so this will be a two parter. On this one, I'll talk about my first few albums. Next episode, Jesse will talk about his. Yes, it'll be a grand old time. So there will be a two-parter. Two-parter. A two-parter. I think I said that twice, but that's because oh my gosh. two-parters are two things. <laughs> so we also had to have a beers that were related since we're having two related episodes, right? Yes, exactly. Like it just needed to make sense. There had to be some kind of rhyme or reason to what we were doing here. <laughs> there has to be a rhyme or reason um, so to what we're doing. <laughs> for those of you who have listened to any episode of American Brews and Tunes, we said it multiple times at one of our favorite Nashville local craft breweries. And I think we said this last episode because we had one from them. Uh, it's Bearded yeah. Iris. <laughs> it is Bearded Iris, yes. They are a fantastic brewery from right here in, I guess, it would be considered like West West Nashville, I guess. Where are they? They're kind of... They're I mean, near like they're, Germantown. They're over near, yeah, they're near Germantown. So like I northeast, think, kind of. Yeah, right, acro- right across uh, the river from East Nashville. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but if you live in Nashville, you have most likely had. Well, I guess I should say, if, if you live in Nashville and you like craft beer, you have most likely had a bearded Irish brew at some point, if, or have been there. Yeah, if not, you've seen them. I'm sure they're very, very popular. Um, yeah, and the two beers we're going to be having were special collaboration releases for their fifth anniversary. Uh, yes. The one we're having this episode is called Rhyme. The one we're having <laughs> next episode is called Reason. Rhyme and Reason. Yeah, so they're both IPAs, hazy IPAs, I believe. They're both double IPAs, oh, yep. Double IPAs. Um, yes. And we'll talk more about Reason next episode, but for this episode, let's talk about the rhyme, because everybody likes it. Right. I like a good rhyme. Everybody likes a good rhyme. This is a collaboration between Bearded Iris, of course, and three other breweries, which is kind of crazy. Normally, it's just one other brewery. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had ones where it was two other breweries, and I was like, whoa, three breweries working on one beer? That's crazy. But on this one, that's pretty cool, it's though. four total. And the other breweries are Modern Times Beer, Highland Park Brewery, and Golden Cheek Beer Company. Um, they're all huh. West Coast breweries. Modern Times is oh, okay. San Diego. Highland Park is Los Angeles. And Green Cheek is Orange County, maybe? 
Um, but yeah, so this is their their West Coast. I have Coast. no idea. So I would, cool. I would assume that the reason has perhaps not West Coast breweries. <laughs> I would assume so. So yeah, maybe that one will be different. But this <laughs> this one is the West Coast, even though it's a New England style IPA. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say. I, I wonder if because they're all West Coast breweries, if they're like are gonna have any West Coast flair. I mean, like West Coast IPA flair. And we'll it. find out when we crack and try. But here's what the, the details say on everybody's favorite social. Uh, networking app for beers untapped it says rhymes (laughs) whoever wrote this is goofy rhymes flows (laughs) impeccably weaves simcoe citra strata and citra cryo that's that new hop we learned about last week remember oh yeah yeah citra cryo yeah all kinds of weird chemistry or whatever Um, but citra cryo into a lyrical dynamo of lemon meringue pie fluffy dull whip and a just scooped melon ball (laughs) okay do you know anyone who actually scoops out melon with a melon ball scooper like like, like a melon baller yeah i mean isn't isn't like the melon baller uh what most people use to scoop out ice cream uh well the melon baller makes like it's like like ice cream scoopers are like a big version of that the melon ballers are really tiny um, do I know anybody who actually uses it for scooping melons? melons? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's, that's gotta be the purpose, right? Right. I mean, it's there's, a, it's a melon baller. There's definitely some rhyme or reason <laughs> to why they created it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, uh, I feel like, I feel like people buy those and then use them for separate things, like not for actually balling melons, but for scooping certain size cookie uh, doughs or something. Yeah, like scooping cookie dough or scooping out like whipped cream. Well, I'm not whipped cream. You just use a spoon for that. <laughs> scooping out ice cream or scooping out like I don't know something else, not a melon. Though. You have to look up this after this. You have to look up the size of a melon baller versus a uh, ice cream scooper. Well, you see, Steve, I'm on my computer right now, and I can do just that. Yes, you can. Melon baller. Uh, so the one that I'm seeing is the one that I that, that I was thinking of, the one where you have, like, the two handles and you squeeze them together. Yeah. But then there are also other ones, like a d- double-sided melon baller Ooh. that's literally just, like, a scooper. And I've never seen anybody use those for – I've never seen anybody have one. For scooping melons? Yeah, for scooping melons, but – I mean, I've seen people have like the one, the the squeeze handle one. Yeah, same here, but I've never. But generally, generally, people don't use that for melons, at least not in my experience. Me neither. But, but anyway, yeah. that's not the purpose of this of the episode of this podcast. We're not just here to talk about melon ballers. Well, we're here to and whatnot. Talk about music and try beers. So let's open this beer. Yeah, let's do it. Got some cans here. Ooh, I, it smells immediately like uh, bearded iris, of course. <laughs> Oh yeah, it definitely does. Pretty light in color, is it? Um, compared to at least the one we had last time, which was the triple home style. Yeah, this one's kind of like a. It, it's hazy. Uh, it's not the haziest um, New England IPA I've ever seen, but it's yeah, it's definitely hazy. Like a light straw color. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was going to say the same thing. It definitely looks more like a. It's a very light straw wheat color it uh, it smells fruity and Looks good soft it smells soft wow yeah soft it does smell fruity yeah it smells i mean it smells good it smells like a nice juice i don't know if it i don't know if it's if it, if it smells like a melon ball but maybe it smells like dole whip 
<laughs> what is Dole Whip? It's like a a thing from Disney World, I think. Like really? Dole, like the pineapple juice or something. And they yeah. put that in soft serve ice cream. So it's like pineapple ice cream? Yeah. You'll have to you'll have to look, but it's like soft serve. Maybe, maybe I'll have to look up what Dole Whip is right now, too. I heard you have a computer in front of you. Yeah, I do have the power to just look up whatever I want right now on Google. And even if you didn't have that, I'm sure you have a, a cell phone. which has. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Yeah, it's just like, it's just like, yeah, like pineapple ice cream. Let's give it a try and see if we can pick up any Dole Whip or yeah, melon flavors. <laughs> I, I'm trying to specifically pick up melon ball flavors. <laughs> Well, here it goes. As we always say on American Brews and Tunes. And the melon balling hatch. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but just let it slide. (laughs) I will definitely let that one slide, Steve. That's pretty good. It's Um, a little more subtle than I thought it would be. Yeah, it it is a double IPA and it's coming in at, at 8%. But it is melony, not like watermelon, but like I think more like cantaloupe. Yeah, I'd say so. Right, like it's more of like a, it's more of like a rounded sweet. Like it's not very sharp. It's it's not like pungent. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be some slight pineapple notes in there, but more. I, I think they're on the nose with the like on spot on with the melon. Yeah. Do you did you call uh, cantaloupe cantaloupe when you were? When you were younger, or did you have any other names for it? Uh, well, I didn't like it, so I probably called it you. Um, <laughs> but I think the, only, the it... only reason I ask, the only reason I ask, is because my dad always called it musk melon. I've heard musk melon before, um, but I, okay, I wouldn't assume. Like I, I would think that maybe it's a different kind of melon. I wouldn't know that it's the same thing. If, if like, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, just just a little sidebar there. I've heard it called just like regular melon, cantaloupe, or musk melon. Musk melon. Musk, which is a, re- a really strange name for a melon, yeah, right? It's like not, musk it's not melon. Musky, I don't think, right? <laughs> like generally, generally, musk is like an odor t- used to describe like an odor, right? Like, oh, they have a certain musk yeah. about them. I wouldn't associate it as like a, the most pleasant thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. That's why I always found it weird that it was called a musk melon, or at least my dad called it a musk melon. They'll get a musk melon for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and make sure to grab a melon baller. Get the musk melon so we... from the cellar. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a pretty solid beer, though. I like this. It's, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's very easy to drink. Um, it's not very malty. Um, yeah, it's it's really just really well rounded, juicy and, really and delicious. Yeah, this is a good. Yeah, it's juicy, and I think the I think the description of melon definitely does describe the type of sweetness. Yeah. Like it's a dull sweetness. It's not like a a punchy like strawberry sweetness or like agreed, agreed. There's no tart. It's no really, tartness. And it's just a nice. Yeah, it's, subtle it's just sweet. really well. Yeah, well rounded. Um, Tastes pretty good. Good summer beer. Easy to put this one back. Dangerous at eight percent. Yeah, yes, dangerous. Very dangerous at eight percent. But shall I? Uh, I like it though. Shall I dive into uh, my history of CDs? Yeah, let's talk childhood. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, I, like we were talking about cassettes, there was there was a history of me and music before CDs, of course. Um, I'd say like yeah. my first introduction to 
like music other than like I don't know like kids music that like my parents would play for me um like I think they had a cassette called We Sing Silly Songs or like all kind of weird goofy stuff mm-hmm, yeah um, but my first experience was probably through my dad cuz he he would play records for me and my sister all the time um, yeah. The only ones I can remember off the top of my head was a lot of Beatles ones. Like we've got a, okay. a home video of me and my sister dancing around the room to All Together Now by the Beatles. Oh, really? Uh, nice. Yeah. But I, I, I he kind of introduced me to I, quote unquote pop music, I guess. Right. Um, and w- w- I had a hard time falling asleep as a child. So I would listen to um, our oldie station, 94.5, 3WS. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice so I, I, that was my intro to, to music and i don't know if it was a brand new one or it was my mom's old one but i somehow got my hands on a walkman and uh, okay, so yeah. I, I had cassette tapes um i had several yeah. of them but i can only remember two off the top of my head i had the space jam soundtrack <laughs> and the ghostbusters soundtrack nice uh, what what is even what's even on the space jam sh- soundtrack um r kelly's i believe i can fly come on and oh. <laughs> some other goofy music, but that was the one I loved. I, I believed I okay, could fly cool. all the time. Um, Ghostbusters. I did. I did as a as a child as well. I also believed that I could fly. Jump off a roof ever? No, I jumped off a kitchen chair though with a cape on. Well, that's better than jumping off a roof. I haven't jumped off of either. <laughs> did, did you jump off a roof? Oh, okay. no, thank goodness. Um, but I climbed on top of my mailbox once. What? Yeah, I was just sitting on my mailbox. As a small child. What kind of mailbox did you have as a child? Like the standard wooden post metal box. Really? I climbed up and I was just, I was probably like, I don't know, five. You must have been really light. Must have been really light then. Yeah, it was before I chunked up as a small child. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has that. Everyone has that stage as a kid when you just got to get chunky. Yeah. I mean, you got, it's got to catch up to you eventually. You, you yeah. think. Um, but yeah, uh, cassette tapes were, were great, but uh, you know. CDs are better <laughs> for a lot of reasons. <laughs> cassettes yeah, go definitely like vinyl and cassettes. The more you play them, the more they deteriorate. It's just a, a, a fact that they will deteriorate over time. Yeah. CDs, yeah. unless you like drop them, should never or scratch sh- them. Should never have a change in quality. Well, yeah, because it's it's reading off of like a laser. Like the uh, CD player will. Isn't that how it works? Like it shines a laser at the uh, bottom of the CD? It's something like that. Or am I just, or am I completely off base in saying that? Um, I had to research it for a, a speech I did once, but I don't remember. It's it's something about reading okay. with a laser. Well, for for someone who knows and is you know cringing at the fact that I just said a laser shoots at it, too bad you're wrong. Yeah. A laser shoots at it. Like those, that's what happens. Those things were called laser discs at one point, so it's yeah, yeah true. You know, that's gotta happen. Um, My baseless claim is not completely baseless. <laughs> it's it's semi based. It's semi based, yeah. Like, no. Not completely, but semi. There's a base in there somewhere. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I believe I was nine years old, turning ten. So it was like ninety nine. Um, so this would be two thousand one. Oh, two thousand. Oh, I was right. nine turning 2000, ten. Yeah, two thousand two thousand one. Yeah. September on my birthday. Um, I think it was definitely my a gift, a birthday gift from my parents. I think they lumped my sister into it as well, as if she had any money to buy anything. Um, there was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it always is, though. Yeah, they're like, "This is from us and your sister as well." Us, everyone, <laughs> yeah. That always that always happens to me too, because like living down here in Tennessee, like whenever 
my family like gets someone a gift they're always like ah from the titus family and it's like (laughs) i'm on there too for some reason even though they're up in minnesota just gets put into it yeah but anyway uh but i got a sony discman portable cd player and two cds oh yeah um nowadays two cds isn't really that much but this is back in the day when and i had i i did look this up the average price of a CD in 2001 was between 18 and $22 a piece, yes, which is insane. Yeah, they were, they were expensive. This was the age when, um, and it might be a little cynical, uh, but the age when record companies were, were really banking on one-hit wonders and putting that one good song mm. on an album and selling it for 20 bucks. Yeah, so people who wanted to have that one song. Because there was no, like at this time, there wasn't a huge like digital space oh, for music. No, right? no, it, like was, it, was, it was, hadn't emerged yet. Be like maybe a year. Because uh, that, was, that was like 2003 or four when like LimeWire was a thing and Napster was a thing. Yeah, so we were, have a couple years before that happens and turns everything upside down. But anyway, yeah, I uh, I would say it's more of a realist. Yeah. Way. I guess maybe it is kind of cynical, but... I mean, realistically, though, if a company is trying to make money and one band is a popular song, they're going to put, you know, that one song on an album <laughs> and then sell it yeah. for a lot of money. But, <laughs> I mean, not to say that every artist or every label was doing it, but it definitely happened to some degree. Yeah, um, for sure. The, I had two CDs with that birthday gift. And a couple months later, my grandparents got me my third CD for Christmas. Nice. What are those CDs, you might ask? I, I do. I do wonder that. Well, here we go. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Number one, Human Clay by Creed. <laughs> okay. This came out in September 1999. Um, just be- before I go into my experiences with them, I'll give you just a, a couple of little facts. Um, okay. Uh, this album spent two weeks, two full weeks at number one on the Billboard Top 200, which is kind of surprising to think about that for Creed. Um, it sold over 20 million worldwide. So I think that means like it went platinum 20 times i think um, a million is is uh how you classify a platinum record dang and this won a grammy for the best rock song with arms wide open okay yep everyone knows that song yeah, it's true everyone loves to hate that song or i guess some people actually like yeah. it legitimately but um i don't think i asked for this or gave any indication that i liked this <laughs> uh, but i think this is why my parents picked this one out for me um, obviously it was wildly popular for that several year period. If it was sold 20 million and was two weeks at number one billboard. Um, yeah, yeah. But Creed had some Christian values. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I did know that. Or I do know yeah, that. Uh, they definitely knew the song with arms wide open because it was like this really uplifting song about like having a kid. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, this is perfect. It's rock. It's popular. It's uplifting. This will be great CD for him. <laughs> I think that's why they got it for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> out of the, th- the the three CDs that I got, the first three CDs, this was 100% the one I listened to the least. Really? Yeah. And I went back and at least previewed every song. Um, before even looking at that, the only songs I, can, I, I knew off the top of my head were With Arms Wide Open and Higher. Okay. The other songs, yeah. I don't remember at all. And like they sounded completely <laughs> unfamiliar and were... Frankly, surprisingly heavy, like rock. Really? Yeah, much more rocky than I remember. Huh. Yeah. I mean, if you ever want to go back and listen to a couple of clips of Creed songs, you might be. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, 
I really just need to know the oh twat all pair off. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's that's all that's that's all I need. Scott's tap just Scott's tap. Yeah. yeah. I mean if if I had listened to this C D more than the other ones, I I think my musical tastes would be completely different yeah, today than it the might have been way different. Wow, yeah, that's um, true. So I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> um <laughs> I did not really listen to Creed much more after that. And I don't really know yeah. how many albums they've listened to, like uh, that they've released since then. Um, yeah. But I will say the, the song One Last Breath is fantastic. And I still come back to it regular. That's the uh, regular. Mm. That's the one that's, um, oh, me now. I'm six feet oh, yeah. from <laughs> Great guitar line in there. Their guitar player was actually really good. Mark, I think his name is Mark Tremonti. Whatever his, I have no idea. Whatever the name is. He went on to form that band Alter Bridge, which I still don't really know too much about them, but they were popular. Okay. Anyways, on to CD number two. Um, this All one right. is completely different from Creed. Okay. Um, this is the album Oh Aaron by Aaron Carter. <laughs> oh my gosh, no way. Yes way. That's so funny. Um, this was Aaron Carter's third album. Um, his second album was called Aaron's Party, oh. and it was that was the big one. Oh, Aaron's Party. Yeah, I didn't even have that one. I had the third album, Oh, Aaron. Um, oh, my gosh. This one peaked at, Aaron at number seven on the Billboard Top 200, and it was certified platinum yeah. with over a million sales worldwide. Is uh, He's not the guy who has the song uh, with about candy, is he? Um, I Want Candy, you mean? Yeah, I Want Candy. Um, that's, uh, is that him? Or is he that... did a version of that song, yes. That's an old oh, song okay. that many people have covered since then, and his version was okay. one of them. But it wasn't on the album I gotcha. got, it was on the one before. <laughs> um, now, I definitely know why my parents got me this CD. At, at the time, one of my favorite radio stations was Radio Disney. <laughs> okay, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if you ever listened to it. No, I never uh, did. I don't even remember what station it was on. Um, but I liked it because I they played like goofy pop song for kids. Um, and Aaron Carter popped up there all the time. Um, yeah. At that, so they're like, oh, this guy this guy has been on the radio station that he enjoys listening to. We can get him this yeah, CD. And this CD came out in two, 2001. Sense. So this was brand like this was only a couple months old when they got it for me. It was brand new. Okay. Um, the songs that I knew from Radio Disney were Aaron's Party, Come Get It. That was the big one. But my favorite okay. was That's How I Beat Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> he, to talk about him playing basketball and winning against Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> I put it in oh, the hoop like slam that sounds like a that sounds like a Disney song oh, man, man. Um, like he, he's, oh my he's the youngest bro- the young bro- younger brother of Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys so that's clearly yeah, how he yeah. got his into the music industry Right. Um, and me being a Radio Disney fan, I was the target market for sure. Yeah, that's so funny. I listened to this album more than the Creed CD, uh, but way less than my third CD, which I'll get to in a, a little bit. Um, yeah. Off the top of my head, I only could remember, like before I even went back and looked at the, the songs on this album, I could only remember the title track. Um, but I, yeah. I went back and I previewed some of the songs and I recognized a bunch more. Um, but I would classify this as an extremely embarrassing nostalgia. Okay. <laughs> like, these, yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. It does not hold up. The production is very dated. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. I mean, he's like a little kid voice. It's just, it's awkward. It's weird. Yeah. I, it's I like, liked it as a kid. It would be like, I guess, like having the high school musical soundtrack 
as like one of your favorite albums as a child. Hey, I guess some of those songs still hold up. <laughs> I don't think so, man. I don't know. I, I remember watching High School Musical once, and I don't remember how any of the songs go. I just remember them uh, dribbling and being like, "Oh, you, you, you got to remember that. Gotta get your, you gotta get your, get your, get your, get your head in the game. Oh, oh that's you remember right. that song? That's right. right? That's right. Yeah. I remember. There's one about sticking to the status quo. I remember the line, but yeah. I don't remember how the song yeah. goes. Oh Stick my god! To gosh. the status quo. <laughs> The status quo, ho, ho, ho. And they're like dancing around in their lunchroom. That's so weird. <laughs> like this huge school. There was a South Park episode I'm... where they did the, the high school musical thing. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember uh, that. So, that's a, so that's a great episode. Um, Zach Efron, the dude from High School Musical. Oh, he, he's went on to have a much better career after he got into actual comedy. Um, but he, he did a, yeah. a Netflix documentary series. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like it's. Something something with Zach Efron. And he just goes to okay. different country looking for like I don't know, like homeopathic healing things and like how different people live. What? It's it's kind of strange, but me and Becca that is really weird. watched the entire series on our honeymoon. It was really strange, <laughs> but really good at the same time. <laughs> so if you're just looking for something to like watch that's not too in depth, whatever that oh, show's wow. called, give it a watch. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that I will probably forget that you mentioned it and I probably won't watch it. Maybe you'll stumble upon it. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's possible. What is it on Netflix? Yes, it is. Oh, then maybe I will. Old Netflix. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the last CD I got here. And this is again, I got this a couple months after those first two CDs from my grandparents. Uh, um, yeah. Christmas. This was No Strings Attached by InSync. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Um, this is, without a doubt, the album I listened to way more than the other ones. Okay. Um, I mean, that, that does make sense. Because at the time, like that, they were huge. Oh, by far and large. Um, this was the best-selling album of 2000. Um, yep. It debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 200. But here's an even crazier uh, statistic it was number one on the billboard 200 decade chart so from 2000 to 2009 oh dang yeah that's crazy um it had the the, the two big songs from it were bye 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 and it, it's yeah. gonna be me so this this was the biggest of the nsync albums by far and large definitely and one of the biggest i mean like i i never even really listened to nsync or like boy bands in general uh but even i knew even I knew that song, those those two songs. There's no avoiding it. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah you, you couldn't you couldn't be a, a human was, and not know it. This was this. These were the days before the internet, children, or not before the internet, but before like this was not trending Spotify. on Twitter. Yeah, it wasn't trending on Twitter. It wasn't like you know. It was. It was all I guess word of mouth or like radio or commercials at the time. All the above, yeah. And yeah, it's so like yeah, everybody knew about yeah. it. It was just, it was the number one thing was on MTV, it was on Nickelodeon, it was played in stores, uh, the news probably talked about, it It was everywhere. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I was kind of surprised that I got the CD because I wasn't expecting my grandparents to get me any, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I probably expected them to get me uh, Hot Wheels cars because they always got me that and I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sometimes (laughs) they got me Gargoyles action figures, which I also liked. Um, what are those gargoyle action figures? Did you ever watch the TV show Gargoyles? 
No, remember I never had. Oh, like, that's cable right. As a oh, you missed it. it was a great show. They were like gargoyles that came to life and were heroes. <laughs> you have to look it up later. Uh, but it was I loved it. Um but I mean, clearly I liked pop music if my favorite thing was Radio Disney. Um Yeah. And strangely, I like at at the time and even still now, I liked Backstreet Boys better. Um Okay. But my sister, uh, she uh, she had already had CDs at this point, so I'm thinking maybe she had some influence on what to get me, perhaps. Um, yeah, could be. Maybe it was her recommendation. Um, mm. But my favorite song on this album was called Bring the Noise. Bring the Noise. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bring in the noise. Bring down the house. We can't hear it for the party house. Say, come on, come on. Let's raise the roof at every roof that we can get loose. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I didn't know what raising the roof meant. I was like, I was like wow, they want to demolish this house. <laughs> they want to demolish this house. It's nine years old. I, I don't know what raise the roof means. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure oh nine-year-olds now maybe know what that is, unless that's not a saying anymore. Uh, my, I mean, Steve, we're almost 30. Oh, geez. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely not going to be a, a thing anymore. Yeah, raising the roof is not on fleek. Now people are... Now people are using the word cap and cap. No cap for real, for real. No cap or uh, tax, no printer or something. Fax. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't sent a fax Listen, in man, a long time. It's going to be, it's going to get worse and worse and worse as we, as we get older. Yeah. That's, that's, that's life, why we're you know? just going to keep saying, we're just going to keep saying shibbity beepa dow. That's timeless. And, and nits and other things nits. that nobody else says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's, that's the best one. Uh, if you know, you know. If you don't, sorry. Yeah, if you don't, I mean, you got to be in the know. Unlike the Aaron Carter and Creed CD, I still know every song off of that album. Really? Yeah. And I, I, I don't really go back and listen to it all the time, but I'll, I'll put on a song from, like on on random occasion to listen to. Yeah. Um, I did get their follow-up album, Celebrity, as a birthday gift, um, but I really didn't like it nearly as much, and I don't know every song off of that one. Um, yeah. this, like, like I said, No Strings Attached was the peak of NSYNC and of boy bands in general, I think. Yeah, Except for this for sure. new wave like BTS. I don't know if you pay attention to I that. I guess. Uh, I mean, I, really, I don't really. Um, I know one I see, song that I've heard. I see a lot about them. Um, I mean, I'm sure the songs are all really catchy and really good. They have to be to be that popular. Um, yeah, for them to be like world icons yeah. or whatever. But, but yeah, no, I haven't really listened to because uh, what they're Korean, right? I think so. Yeah, I haven't really listened to Korean pop uh, too much. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I do know who BTS is, though. Yeah. They're, they're like probably the biggest band right now. Boy, well, definitely yeah. the biggest boy band. But uh... yeah, for sure. But anyways, those are my first three CDs. Um, they definitely helped my ever-changing love of music. Uh, yeah. But I'd, I wouldn't attribute those to the, like the like genres your... I listen to now or like yeah. changed my musical listening preferences. There are three CDs that I would credit with that. Uh, I'm not going to go in depth. I'm just going to list them right now because why not? Okay. Um, number one, yeah, why not? Smash Mouth, Astro Lounge. That album was okay. without it. I didn't get that too far after these first three CDs, uh, but that was the album I, I played to death. I, I love that one. Um, ACDC's yeah. Back in Black. Um, that was the first CD I bought when I was learning guitar, like 
the first CD I learned a song from and had to buy the CD to play along with. Yeah, was that was that was one of uh, their songs? Yeah, I learned Back in Black and You Shook Me All Night Long, so I had to buy the CD to play along with it. Um, nice. And then the rest of the album was like, this is great. Um, <laughs> and number three, which um, is the biggest one, is Blink-182 Untitled. Yeah, That was the, sure. the first Blink album I, was, I, I got. I was going to ask when, uh, so that wasn't too much later. No. That you got that, because that, that came out in 2003. I got that in sixth grade, which would have been... 2000, it would have been 2003 or 2004 when I got it because I, I didn't get it when it was brand new. But it was new enough because I switched guitar teachers and he taught me how to play Feeling This. And I was like, this is great. And before that, I had liked <laughs> Blink-182, but I wasn't allowed to buy their music. So I, I got like, now that's what I call music CDs, the compilations, the ones that had yeah. Blink-182 songs on them. Um, but this one, I went to Walmart. My parents were like, I guess you can get the edited version. So I, I listened to the... The album sans curse words until I was able to get the real one eventually. Yeah. But uh, those are my first three albums. And it, uh, it was an interesting childhood experience for me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty diverse. Um, whenever we talk next to it, next episode about, about mine, they're not going to be as diverse as that. You never know. But I actually, really? you do know because you know the three I do albums. Know. <laughs> you one hundred percent. Yes, I, I do know, uh, and I'll uh, I'll be interested to hear if you have heard of a couple of them. Yeah, that I'm going to talk about. So we'll see. I mean, there's there are some pop CD albums that I got after these three that are I, I guarantee you've never heard of. Um, I can't even remember the name. It was some group. There were definitely more CDs from like bands that were played on Radio Disney. Um, yeah. Like 18s and some other stuff like that. But I can't, I'm trying to blank on some of the other bands, but some wild, goofy stuff that I don't listen to anymore. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. So thoughts on the beer? Uh, it's, man, it's, it's still pretty solid. I would say it still has that same sort of rounded, sweet flavor. Yeah, really delicious. I, I, I would get this again. And fortunately, uh, yeah, have, I mean, if, I have if, some uh, more. If uh, I'm not sure if they still have some or if they're all out uh, from their fifth anniversary birthday party, but maybe you'll have to find some again because it, it is pretty tasty. It is. Um, but if I was to go to Bearded Iris I, I and they didn't have this, I wouldn't be disappointed I because I just get something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be upset for sure. Everything they do is usually pretty because solid. Yeah, everything there is just fantastic. Cultivate variety of IPAs. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but it, anything they do, even their stouts or their other stuff, are always really, really good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is solid. Um, let's say we finish this and sign off until next week. Sounds like a plan. All right. Um, thanks again for listening, you guys. Um, if you do have any thoughts, if you want to give us some praise or criticism, if you want to recommend an album for us to review, or if you just want to say hi, we're on all the social medias. Look up American Brews and Tunes or send us an email at americanbrewsandtunes at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, share it. Say, hey, there's this cool podcast where they spent the first 10 minutes talking about melon ballers. <laughs> and the, you should totally listen. <laughs> the rest of the time talking about who knows what. <laughs> 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 but anyway thanks thanks for joining us today and raise your glass with us as we always say on american brews and tunes 
Cheers, Clank, down the hatch. Ah, ah dirigible. Thanks again. My name is Stephen Dirig- Justin. Dirigible. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> you got to ask Johnny Miller for that one. Okay. Well, it's more like when you take a sip of something. That, thought- <laughs> it started out as delicious and then it's, <laughs> it just got to. Der- <laughs> you know Johnny's well, okay, weird words. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you and I start saying, I mean, <laughs> dirigible. I. <laughs> Because what dirigible is as an actual word, right? Yes, it is. Don't know what it means. (laughs) Well, I do have Google. I can look it up. Nope, that's for another podcast. That's (laughs) for the uh, dictionary podcast. Wait, isn't dirigible like a flying craft? I have no idea. Don't tell me what it is. I don't want to know. Okay. All right. Well, hey, go look that up for yourselves. Thanks for joining us on American (laughs) Bruising 2. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-day